follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hope and today we have just finished speaking to Kendall about Ricky and the Flash, and we have already talked about the Crayola DJ game, and we had with us a very special guest, Ariella Layer, who is the CEO and president of Legacy Games. We have talked about ABC Monsters Rick and Ricky and the Flash, and we are now talking about Kids First Boot Camp and becoming a Kids First reporter. So right now we are speaking with 11-year-old Ryan from Brooklyn, New York. York. And of course, I said before about the boot camp and becoming a kid's first film critic and all that enjoyable different things. So, Ryan, it's great to have you on the show with us. Can you tell us what you thought about the boot camp? I thought the boot camp, it was a very fun experience to try. My favorite part was when we actually Skyped with a celebrity. We Skyped with Brittany Curran, and I like that we got to answer some questions. So, yeah, I loved my experience at Kids First. I'm glad I'm glad you liked the boot camp. I mean, as I said before, you were 11, and I think that's when I started, so we kind of have this already bond forming, even though you don't know it. <laughs> so how did you learn about Kids First in the first place? Well, my mom found out about it, and she asked if I want to try it, so... I said yours, and I tried it, and that's how I became Park Kids First. That's literally my exact story. My mom asked me, and I was like, okay, yeah, let's try it. What are some things that you learned at the boot camp that you find really useful in the weeks and months to come? I learned that practice makes perfect because you have to practice to always make the final video and also you have to work hard it's not easy at first because when I first tried it I practiced and made sure I did my best in doing the videos and then I wrote my review and made sure it made sense that's a good that's a really good work ethic I'm that's I when I do my reviews I write it and I memorize it so that the taping goes smooth so yes I definitely understand when you say practice 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 because the more you guys practice the easier anything will be so that's a really point that you said what was the most challenging aspect that you had to overcome in the boot camp the most difficult part of the boot camp was uh, writing 400 words so I had Uh, to yes so I had to like make sure so I like wrote a paragraph about like each thing like a whole paragraph about the good parts about the film the bad parts my favorite part my favorite character the moral lesson and so on yeah and it's good to have a flow with things like I have a flow and it's you know my name and then the sound bite and then what am I what am what I'm reviewing and I follow a flow throughout the entire thing to make it easier on myself so it's good that of course the 400 words is definitely not a walk in the park. I mean, the more you do it, the more you get used to it. So I hope that is encouraging to you. Um, What are you most looking forward to into your walk as a kid's first? I'm looking forward to interviewing directors, producers, actors, actresses, and uh, other people. And also like 
reporting on movies. So that's something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that was the one thing that I looked forward to was just the aspect of movies because I absolutely love movies. It's it's fascinating to me. So what would if someone asked you about this company and the boot camp, what is a few things that you would say about it? I would say that to join this boot camp, you have to always do your best and try never to like give up and always practice. And it's not easy on the way, so you always have to practice and practice. Yes, yes. <laughs> if anything, what were you surprised to learn about being a Kids First film critic and reviewing films and interviewing people? Like, did anything surprise you that you didn't see coming? Well, something that surprised me was I didn't know you had to use cue cards, but like you had to read a script and then like try to memorize it. So that's something that surprised me. Yeah, I I use I use cue cards because it does make it easier. It's not like, oh my gosh, I have to do all this stuff in a short amount of time. It kind of takes the weight off of you a little bit, which is definitely a good thing. We don't have to have all this stress on us because people think, oh, it's a really hard job and it's going to have so much of stress. But if you do it right and you can make your time and hard work to it, it's not impossible. And I think that's that's what I would like to say to you and other people that are interested in becoming a Kids First film critic. So how do you feel, like, what was your initial reaction and feeling to, oh my gosh, I'm a Kids First film critic, this is what I'm going to do, like, how did you first feel? I first felt excited that I'm going to try something new, and also I felt, like, happy that I'm, like, uh, writing reviews and reporting movies, because before that I did, like, I worked for a school newspaper, so I had some experience with that. Wow, I did not know that. See, you learn something new every day. I'm proud of you for working on a school newspaper. Our school doesn't have that because our school is weird. So, but I'm glad that you were able to do that. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton. And today we are talking about Kids First Boot Camp, becoming a Kids First reporter. So right now, let's continue speaking with Ryan. And we were just talking about how he's awesome and he wrote for his newspaper, his school newspaper and how he did the boot camp and now he's learning all these new stuff. So do you look at movies differently now than before you completed the boot camp? Yes, because now I'm more observant. I see like, oh, there's there's something, there's an awesome background and try to see like, is there any any Easter eggs? So I could say, oh, this movie is good because of da-da-da and I make sure to stay at the end of the movie so I can see if there's anything at the end of the credits so that's that is one thing that I did learn like to stay to the end of the movie because before I just leave and I'd be like okay but now after I kind of understood what was going on I was like okay we have to stay so that you get the full experience how do you think this will shape you in your academics and and if you do sports sports and how do you think the things that you learn and will learn will help you throughout different aspects of your life it will it will really help me with my grammar and my vocabulary because when writing I learned from the boot camp many new vocabulary words like jump cuts CDIs antagonist protagonist like those vocabulary so that would help me with my grammar it's good to know some new words as 
to go into something new because when you go into something new, you expect to learn something. So I'm glad that you learned some new words and some new things to do. What did you like most about the boot camp? Like, what was your top memory or thing that you learned? Like, what was the top thing that you liked? I mostly liked when we were, after we were done writing our cue card, we would practice them. And I liked how when we were practicing, we would get, two people would help. Like, one would be filming, one would be holding the cue cards. That was really fun because we were practicing. I liked that we were doing that. And did you make any new friends at this boot camp? Yeah, I made I made many friends at the boot camp. I was very friendly to all the people I was working with in boot camp. That's another good thing. That's another good um, personality trait to have, to be friendly to people. Always smile when you interview people or when you are talking to someone. It really shows, even when they can't see you, you, they can hear the smile in your voice. So always be kind, little man. Always be kind. So what, I mean, if anything, is there anything that you were being, if you are nervous about or um, being a film critic or reporter, is there anything that you were nervous about or are nervous about to learn? Well, I was nervous when we were practicing if I was, like, gonna, like, or if we were filming it. I was scared to mess up, so, and I, and I was, oh, and I'm still, like, nervous to not make a mistake in filming that. hmm and how do you, if you could ask me, like, if there is anything that you wanted to know, if you could ask me about being a film critic, like, one question, what would it be? Uh, well, if you ask me a question, I would give, like, helpful advice and say if you want, if you want me to see about your view, I would give you constructive criticism. So maybe you wrote a little less. I would, like, push you to write a little more. So that I would, like be very helpful in my advice <laughs> and really quick what movie or movies did you watch while in the boot camp or before the boot camp uh, a movie i saw before the boot camp was descendants i really liked that movie and a movies <laughs> and i saw a couple of short films and movie during the film i remember we saw food the adventures of food boy and then after that we got to interview Brittany curran and then we also saw Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Lightning Thief, and we wrote a review on that. And then we saw some short films like You're Beautiful and After Hours. Wow. You saw a lot. <laughs> well, Ryan, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about your boot camp and becoming a Kids First reporter. It's really nice to talk to you. I hope to talk to you again because you really displayed, you sound a lot older than you are because you're only 11, but you sound very mature. So I just wanted to say that, guys, please check out his future reviews. Um, I'm sure they will be awesome, amazing, and fantastic. So please check those out. And please look for our reviews on the Huffington Post. We're in the teen section and our blog is called Kids First. Thanks so much for joining with us today. This is your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and you have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To hear more film reviews and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to kidsfirst.org. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media. We believe that smart kids make smart consumers. This week's show is sponsored by ABC Monsters from N-Circle Entertainment. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? 
It's the Fame Game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune in to Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Raven Devaney. And right now, we are talking about ABC Monsters. We have with us Haley. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I am doing very well. It's awesome to talk with you on the show. So let's start off by having you tell me a little bit about what you thought of ABC Monsters, which is an adorable kids show. Well, I think it's perfect for kids because it helps children learn the difference between all the letters in the alphabet through a fun adventure. And it's kind of similar to Dora the Explorer. Oh, really? I loved Dora the Explorer when I was younger. Honestly, I would still watch Dora the Explorer if it came on TV more often. And I'm 18, so that goes to show how memorable kids' shows are. So do you think that this is an educational show, and do you think that it delivers things in sort of a unique way? Because I know that there are a lot of kids' shows out right now that teach you the basic fundamentals of letters and numbers and the alphabet and things like that. But what makes ABC Monsters stand out? Well, this show stands out because it's particularly particularly about the alphabet like other shows are about learning different things in different episodes but this one is like strictly to um, the alphabet and it learns new letters about it and it teaches words that starts with the letter of the episode and things like that. That's awesome. So it's a little bit more specific and geared towards one aspect of learning instead of a broad range. Yeah. That's awesome. So talk to me a little bit about the characters and some of the storylines that we see. Well, the ABC monsters live in Capitol Castle along with King Wordy, Queen Scribble, I like her name, Mm -hmm. and their daughter Alice and friend Brian. And there's also Cherry Berry, who looks like a fairy, that assists them along the way when the letters go missing. And then the ABC monsters live happily in Alphabet Garden, except for when one goes missing. And the adventure is to find the missing letter, and on the way, you get clues on how what 
um, different words that start with the letter of the episode, which is the one that's missing. And you go on an adventure to see where it is, and you learn a lot of cool stuff along the way. That's awesome. It sounds very engaging, especially because, you know, it's not just like you're watching a storyline unfold in front of you. You're, you're you know, looking for the missing letters, and you're finding clues and figuring out words. And so it sounds very engaging. Did you find that it was entertaining for you? It was kind of entertaining, and it was very... It was entertaining because it has so many colors in the TV show, and it's so engaging that um, it captures kids' small attention spans in an exciting way that children can easily relate to, and sometimes I can even relate to it. Yeah, that's awesome, especially because, I mean, I, I know that you know the alphabet, and you know how to read and write and do all that, so I think it's cool that even though, you know, you're not necessarily learning anything new for you, it's still engaging and entertaining, so I can only imagine it's even better for kids that are really learning from this and, and growing from it. So, you talked a little bit about the colors and the fact that that added to the excitement. Let's talk a little bit more about the visuals because this is a cartoon, correct? Right. So what did you think about the drawings and the animation and whatnot? They were animated and it was very colorful, like I said, and it's so like pretty. It's like um, the animation is kind of like a Nemo animation, how the drawing is very clear and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I just like it. And I think kids will love it too. That's awesome. I think a downfall for a lot of, of children's shows is when the visuals aren't very like engaging or of quality. And so it sounds definitely like a quality visual experience, which I think really adds to the fact that you're learning and you're having a good time and you're getting into it and in depth. Do you have a favorite episode that you've seen? Well, I don't really have a favorite episode because all of them are cool in their own unique way and they even have unique titles. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me some of the titles that you saw? Well, one title, I think it was called Berries and More Berries. Uh-huh. And one is called Arrows Gone Astray. Another one's called Full Stop Circus. And another one is Dog on It, but it's not Dog on It. It's actually the word dog and on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Play words. Anyways, And the ones I said first is Bells, Berries, and Banana. Nice. So each episode, as you said, discusses, like, a different letter that starts. So, like, the Bells, Berries, and Bananas talks about B, correct? Correct. That's awesome. Arrow's Gone Astray is A, and Full Stop Circus is C, and then Dog on It is D. That's awesome. That's so cool. I remember when I was younger reading books that went through the alphabet, and each book had a different title that went along for that specific letter of the alphabet. And even to this day, I still remember that so clearly and remember how much it helped me. And I think that's so cool that they incorporated that into, you know, media and TV shows. So it's not just books anymore, because I know a lot of kids nowadays are watching a lot more TV than in previous generations. So I think that's awesome that it can also be educational. So you mentioned earlier some very, very interesting character names. Do you have a favorite character at all? My favorite character is Queen Scribble because I think Queen Scribble is an awesome name and it's great and I just love it. And yeah, also I, I think the name Queen Scribble is pretty awesome. If I could change yeah, my name, they all have interesting be Queen names. <laughs> You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host Raven Devaney and today we are talking with Ariella, the CEO of Legacy Games, as well as reviewing ABC Monsters, Ricky and the 
Flash and talking about Kids First Boot Camp and becoming a Kids First reporter. So right now we are talking with Haley about ABC Monsters, which sounds like a really cool, fun, engaging children's show, uh, which talks about the alphabet, hence the name ABC Monsters. Haley was just telling me all about the fun characters and the engaging episodes and how each episode focuses on a, a different letter in the alphabet. So it seems like a really cool learning process, definitely, that kids would enjoy watching. I know that it talks about the alphabet and that it's its main focus, but are there any other lessons in there about like social skills or anything like that? I don't think it has much of it, but it, there's probably other many lessons that kids can learn from it. But um, this show focuses more on the alphabet and kids learning their words. Mm-hmm. And what did you think of the voice actors and the uh, the character voices in this film? Uh, I thought the character voices were great, and it really made their personalities come alive. Mm-hmm. And do you think? I mean, I know you mentioned earlier that this show is relatable, but the characters, like, are they are they people or are they monsters? Like, what makes it relatable for kids? The ABC monsters are actually big giant letters, and mm-hmm. some of them are hairy and they're kind of like animals because they live in Capital Garden alphabet garden and king wordy he's a king and his wife is queen scribble and they all live in capital castle which is their own little castle and their daughter is alice who's like a princess and her friend is brian and then cherry berry is like their assistant in finding the letters when they go missing that's awesome so it definitely seems like there's a variety of characters and a variety of things do the alphabets go or the letters go missing in every episode or is that just one specific adventure that happens It's in every episode because it's kind of like a routine and in each episode it's a different letter so they keep doing roll call and, and they sing the alphabet song. And then one letter always goes missing, and that's the letter of the episode. And then along the way, finding the missing letter, they get to do different things and go on magical adventures that engages preschooler children's imaginations. That's awesome. Do you think that this film is, or this TV show is for any other ages besides just preschoolers? Or do you think that that is, you know, the best age range? I think it's the best age range. And also, if you want to, like, refer back to the alphabet and get a better review maybe like toddlers can go back to it as well Mm -hmm. and is this something that parents should sit down and follow along with their kids or is it something that kids can be able to handle on their own this show i think kids can actually handle it on their own because the show actually walks you through the whole journey that's awesome so this is definitely something that if if parents were super busy at the time kids could definitely like sit down and be okay watching this and not get confused or lost or anything that's awesome So I know this is an educational television show and an educational production, but it definitely sounds like it's engaging. Did you find that there was ever any comedy in it or any mild drama or conflict? There was kind of like a drama, like the drama's kind of like when the letters go missing and then everybody's panicking and then it's like the story goes along mm-hmm. and the story goes along and then it has its ups and downs trying to find the missing letter and throughout the journey. And then there's like panics and then there's like comedy when there's something cool happens and or something or they find a clue. Mm-hmm. Well, ABC Monsters just came out on DVD this week. How many stars would you give it for our audience members who are thinking about checking it out? I'd give it four out of five 
dazzling start. Well, I am so glad that you enjoyed it, even though you're definitely past the age range. I think that definitely <laughs> speaks to how engaging and entertaining and educational it is that you were still able to get into a show for preschoolers. So guys, make sure you check out ABC Monsters. It came out on DVD this week. Uh, Haley, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Raven Devaney from Kids First Coming Attractions. This week's show is sponsored by ABC Monsters from N-Circle Entertainment. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. What does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids. Live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hey and welcome back to kids first coming attractions i'm your host raven devaney and right now we are talking with kendall about the new amazing film ricky and the flash starring meryl streep which looks incredible so kendall how are you doing today I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing super well. Very glad to have you on the show. So what did you think of this film? It is definitely a new role for Meryl Streep. I definitely haven't seen her in a role like this. So what did you think of the overall film? I thought it was a great movie. It's very entertaining. And it's a comedy and a drama movie. And it's filled with a lot of rock and roll music throughout the entire film. So if you're a rock and roll fan, this is perfect for you. Yeah, it definitely seems like it has a lot of edge, but also having, you know, more of like a sweet, sensitive, relatable side to it as well. You're talking about, you know, family and, and following your dreams and things like that. So it seems incredible. Talk to me a little bit about the, the visuals of the film. Well, um, the film is very clear and the the visuals are very different from what she has done previously, Meryl Streep. And you get to see a different side of her throughout this film. And so I think viewers will get to enjoy that. Mm-hmm. And for our audience members who aren't familiar with Ricky and the Flash, will you give just a brief overview of the movie? Sure. Ricky and the Flash is a movie based on a rock and roll musician who walked away from everything, her family, her friends, her house, her job, everything, just to become a star in Los Angeles. And so um, a couple years after 
with her out there for a long time. And she gets a call from her ex-husband saying that her daughter's going through a divorce. So she immediately flies back home to Indianapolis to help her through that difficult time because she finds out that she almost commits suicide and oh, goodness. stress eating and all of this stuff back to help her. Yeah, well, definitely that's that's some heavy topics. And, and I think that's an interesting combination the way they did this because there's some heavy topic, the underlying message of family and, and things like that. But then also, I mean, when I was watching, I haven't seen this movie yet and I cannot wait to see it. But when I was watching the trailers, I mean, Meryl Streep, she seems like such a hilarious, like rebellious character. And I know her character isn't necessarily a comedian, but I just think it's like so cool to see her take on such such an outlandish character and and bring sort of that lightheartedness to a heavier topic so how do you think Meryl Streep did in this role I'm guessing amazing because she's phenomenal and everything but I want to get your take on that she did a fantastic job um this is something definitely different than I've uh, that I haven't seen like this like this side of her Mm-hmm. And her character is, as you said, she is. She has a lot of funny moments because she's kind of sarcastic, and she's very interesting. And she has an edgy kind of feel, and she loves rock and roll and her music. But at the end of the day, she's very sincere and tender-hearted, and she really cares about her family, even though she did walk away for them. And she does regret leaving her, leaving their family, her family behind, and wish. She, she never made that mistake. So, And we have some other uh, fantastic actors in this. We have Rick Springfield, we have Rick Rossis, we have Joe Vitale. So talk to me a little bit about the rest of the uh, the cast and the crew and, and how they all work together. They each brought their own little thing to the film You got, because they each had a, their own way of portraying their characters and they brought something different to the film and they all just blended together and also it all just flows and they really all had a really great connection and I think that it was they all did a phenomenal job working together. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you mentioned earlier there's a lot of rock and roll music uh, in this, which I can imagine because Ricky and the Flash was a musician. What did you think of the music and not only the live performances, but how the rest of the soundtrack tied in to the film? I thought it was it was great. I'm, I don't know much about rock and roll, but after watching this, I got a, I got a better understanding about it. And it blended really well. And throughout the movie, Ricky kind of dedicated some of her songs to her experience throughout her life and to some of her children. So I think that really flowed together and brought the two topics to intertwine together and connect. That's awesome. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, and today we have been talking with Ariella, the CEO of Legacy Games. Uh, We just reviewed ABC Monsters, and right now we are talking about Ricky and the Flash. We have with us Kendall. She was just telling me all about this film uh, starring Meryl Streep and Kevin Kline. It sounds absolutely fantastic. It's about a rock and roll star who sort of leaves everything for the life of fame and then later in her life has to come back to fam- with family to help out with some family drama. So talk to me a little bit about sort of the heavier topics that go on in this film and the morals and messages that we can get from it. This There is a lot of heavy um, topics that the characters talk about. For example, as Julie is going through her difficult time, she goes through a series of depression and she wouldn't really get out of her bed and she would like stress eat and 
she would psych herself out and she almost committed suicide. And so that's why Ricky comes back home to help her through that pain. And Julie, her daughter, she has the help and the guidance from everybody around her who she loves. And and she really know towards the end of the film, she knows how to like get over herself and start turning back into her normal self again. Mm-hmm. And then and the, one of the messages of the film is to give others a second chance because Ricky had made a few mistakes in her past. And so she had to learn how to forgive herself and love her children, even if that meant they wouldn't love her back, which turns out that they actually did love her still. And so that was one of the messages that I learned throughout this film. Mm -hmm. This has a strong theme of family in it. And I'm very aware that not everybody has a rock and roll mom that goes off to pursue their dreams. But are there any other sort of family relationships and communication throughout the family that you or me would be able to relate to just regular everyday families could relate to this sort of extraordinary family well their family ever since her mom moved away they don't really get along Mm -hmm. and so they they don't really have a lot of family moments and if there was it would just mainly between julie her mom and her her dad and so a, a one scene they went out to go get ice cream so I think that that's a scene that everyone can relate to because everyone loves ice cream. Mm. And also <laughs> another scene where the whole the whole family goes out to dinner. And there was another scene where one of her sons have a wedding. And so they're all together as a family. Mm-hmm. So and they all have a good time. And do you have a favorite character or a specific character that you relate to or really speaks to you? Yes, my favorite character is Julie, played by Mammy Gummer, because I enjoyed how her character changes throughout the movie. Because in the beginning, she's very hurt and sad and very angry. But throughout this film, the guidance of her mom and some of her family members and her friends, she learns how to overcome it and change into her normal self again and dress the normal her normal way, eat the normal way, her normal way. And it's just a beautiful change that you can see with her character. Mm-hmm. And what age range would you recommend this film for? I would recommend this for mature 14 to 18 year olds because there's a lot of heavy topics and a little bit of foul language in it. Mm-hmm. And how many stars do you give this film? I give this film four out of five shining stars. It definitely sounds like a fantastic film. Are there any scenes in particular that stand out to you or that really strike a chord with you at all? I like one scene I really liked is when Julie and Ricky go out for some alone time and Ricky is able to encourage Julie to start wearing her normal clothes. And you can just see with just that one scene that their relationship starts to build from what they have lost. And they start to enjoy each other's company. And their characters just begin to connect in that scene. And I really like that scene, too. Mm -hmm. Well, Ricky and the Flash sounds like an incredible film. Guys, make sure you check it out. It has Meryl Streep, Kevin Kline, Mamie Gummer. It's directed by Jonathan Demay. So definitely... Definitely check it out if you're interested. It seems like a must-see. Kendall, thank you so much for talking with us all about this film. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for having me. Of course. Let's take a break. I'm your host, Raven Devaney, from Kids First Coming Attractions. This week's show is sponsored by ABC Monsters from N-Circle Entertainment. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. What about the world concerns you? Is it future success? Is it world issues? Are you just looking to change the world in general? Tune in to What Up World? It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, or what you look like. Everyone is entitled to the same chance for success. Follow your dreams. Move forward. Make a difference. Tune in to What Up World every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hey and welcome back to kids first coming attractions i'm your host brianna hobiton and today we have just finished speaking to kendall about ricky and the flash and we have already talked about the crayola dj game and we had with us a very special guest ariella layer who is the CEO and president of Legacy Games. We have talked about ABC Monsters Rick and Ricky and the Flash, and we are now talking about Kids First Boot Camp and becoming a Kids First reporter. So right now we are speaking with 11-year-old Ryan from Brooklyn, New York. And, of course, I said before about the boot camp and becoming a Kids First film critic and all of that enjoyable different things. So, Ryan, it's great to have you on the show with us. Can you tell us what you thought about the boot camp? I thought the boot camp, it was a very fun experience to try. My favorite part was when we actually Skyped with a celebrity. We Skyped with Brittany Curran, and I liked that we got to answer some questions. So, yeah, I loved my experience at Kids First. I'm glad I'm glad you liked the boot camp. I mean, as I said before, you were 11, and I think that's when I started. So we kind of have this already bond forming, even though you don't know it. <laughs> so how did you learn about Kids First in the first place? Well, my mom found out about it, and she asked if I want to try it. So I said, sure, and I tried it, and that's how I became part of Kids First. That's literally my exact story. My mom asked me, and I was like, okay, yeah, let's try it. What are some things that you learned at the boot camp that you find really useful in the weeks and months to come? I learned that practice makes perfect because you have to practice to always make the final video. And also you have to work hard. It's not easy at first because when I first tried it, I practiced and made sure I did my best in doing the videos. And then I wrote my review and made sure it made sense. That's a good, that's a really good work ethic. I'm, that's, I, when I do my reviews, I write it and I memorize it so that the taping goes smooth. So yes, I definitely understand when you say practice, 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 because the more you guys practice, the easier anything will be. So that's a really 
points that you said, what was the most challenging aspect that you had to overcome in the boot camp? The most difficult part of the boot camp was uh, writing 400 words. So I had a... Yes. So I had to, like, make sure... So I, like, wrote a paragraph about, like, each thing. Like, I wrote a paragraph about the good parts about the film, the bad parts, my favorite part, my favorite character, the moral lesson, and so on. Yeah, and it's good to have a flow with things. Like, I have a flow, and it's, you know, my name, and then the sound bite, and then what what I'm reviewing. And I follow a flow throughout the entire thing to make it easier on myself. So it's good that, of course, the 400 words is definitely not a walk in the park. I mean, the more you do it, the more you get used to it. So I hope that is encouraging to you. Um, What are you most looking forward to into your walk as a kid's first? I'm looking forward to interviewing directors, producers, actors, actresses, and uh, other people. And also like reporting on movies. So that's something I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that was the one thing that I looked forward to was just the aspect of movies because I absolutely love movies. It's it's fascinating to me. So what would if someone asked you about this company and the boot camp, what is a few things that you would say about it? I would say that to join this boot camp, you have to always do your best and try never to like give up and always practice. And it's not easy on the way, so you always have to practice and practice. Yes, yes. <laughs> if anything, what were you surprised to learn about being a Kids First film critic and reviewing films and interviewing people? Like, did anything surprise you that you didn't see coming? Well, something that surprised me was I didn't know you had to use cue cards, but uh-huh. like you had to read a script and then like try to memorize it. So that's something that surprised me. Yeah, I, I use I use cue cards because it does make it easier. It's not like, oh my gosh, I have to do all this stuff in a short amount of time. It kind of takes the weight off of you a little bit, which is definitely a good thing. We don't have to have all this stress on us because people think, oh, it's a really hard job and it's going to have so much of stress. But if you do it right and you commit your time and hard work to it, it's not impossible. And I think that's that's what I would like to say to you and other people that are interested in becoming a Kids First film critic. So how do you feel, like, what was your initial reaction and feeling to, oh my gosh, I'm a Kids First film critic, this is what I'm going to do, like, how did you first feel? I first felt excited that I'm going to try something new, and also I felt, like, happy that I'm, like, uh, writing reviews and reporting movies, because before that I did, like, I worked for a school newspaper, so I had some experience with that. Wow, I did not know that. See, you learn something new every day. I'm proud of you for working on a school newspaper. Our school doesn't have that because our school is weird. So, But I'm glad that you were able to do that. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Brianna Hobiton. And today we are talking about Kids First Boot Camp, becoming a Kids First reporter. So right now, let's continue speaking with Ryan. And we were just talking about how he's awesome and he wrote for his newspaper, his school newspaper and how he did the boot camp and now he's learning all these new stuff. So do you look at movies differently now than before you completed the boot camp? Yes, because now I'm more observant. I see like, oh, there's there's something, there's an awesome background and try to see like, is there any Easter eggs? So I could say, oh, this movie is good because of da-da-da and I make sure to stay at the end of the movie so I can 
see if there's anything at the end of the credits. So that's that is one thing that I did learn, like to stay to the end of the movie because before I just leave and I'd be like, okay. But now after I kind of understood what was going on, I was like, okay, we have to stay so that you get the full experience. How do you think this will shape you in your academics and and if you do sports, sports? And how do you think the things that you learn and will learn? Will help you throughout different aspects of your life. It will. It will really help me with my grammar and my vocabulary because when writing, I learned from the boot camp many new vocabulary words like jump cuts, CDIs, antagonist, protagonist, like those vocabulary. So that would help me with my grammar. It's good to know some new words as. To go into something new, because when you go into something new, you expect to learn something. So I'm glad that you learned some new words and some new things to do. What did you like most about the boot camp? Like, what was your top memory or thing that you learned? Like, what was the top thing that you liked? I mostly liked when we were after we were done writing our cue card. We'd practice them, and I liked how when we were practicing, we would get two people would help. Like, one would be filming, one would be holding the cue cards. That was really fun because we were practicing. And I liked that we were doing that. And did you make any new friends at this boot camp? Yeah, I made I made many friends at the boot camp. I was very friendly to all the people I was working with in boot camp. That's another good thing. That's another good、um, personality trait to have: to be friendly to people, always smile when you interview people or when you are talking to someone. It really shows, even when they can't see you, you they can hear the smile in your voice. So always be kind, little man. Always be kind. So what? I mean, if anything, is there anything that you were being, if you are nervous about, or、um, being a re- film critic or reporter, is there anything that you were nervous about or are nervous about to learn? Well, I was nervous when we were practicing. If I was like gonna, like, or if we were filming it, I was scared to mess up. So, and I, and I was, oh, and I'm still like nervous to not make a mistake in filming that. Uh、mm-hmm. huh. And how do you, if you could ask me, like, if there is anything that you wanted to know, if you could ask me about being a film critic, like one question, what would it be? Uh, well, if you ask me a question, I would give like helpful advice and say if you want, if you want me to see about your view, I would give you constructive criticism. So maybe you wrote a little less. I would like push you to write a little more. So that I would like. Be very helpful in my advice.、Mm-hmm. And really quick, what movie or movies did you watch while in the boot camp or before the boot camp?、Uh, a movie I saw before the boot camp was Descendants. I really liked that movie. And movies,、mm-hmm. and I saw a couple of short films and movie during the film. I remember we saw Food, The Adventures of Food Boy. Then after that, we got to interview Brittany Curran, and then. We also saw Percy Jackson and the Olympians, the Lightning Thief, and we wrote a review on that. And then we saw some short films like You're Beautiful and After Hours. Wow. You saw a lot. <laughs> well, Ryan, thank you so much for talking with us today and telling us all about your boot camp and becoming a kids' first reporter. It's really nice to talk to you. I hope to talk to you again because you really displayed. You sound a lot older than you are because you're only eleven, but you sound very mature. So I just wanted to say that, guys. Please check out his future reviews.、Um, I'm sure they will be awesome, amazing, and fantastic. So please check those out and please look for our reviews on the Huffington Post. We're in the teen section, and our blog is. Called 
kids first. Thanks so much for joining with us today. This is your host, Brianna Hope Beaton, and you have been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To hear more film reviews and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic, go to kidsfirst.org. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media. We believe that smart kids make smart consumers. This week's show is sponsored by ABC Monsters from N-Circle Entertainment. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week. <laughs>